Welcome to the Mum Safe Movement podcast. I'm your host, Jen Dugard. I'm so excited that you're here and now part of this very important movement for change in the way mums are looked after in the fitness industry. In 2020, 4.35 million women used our gyms and fitness facilities in comparison to 3.5 million men. Further to this, in 2016, the ABS reported that 77% of women over the age of 15 in Australia would become mothers. This is 3.35 million mothers or 42.7% of a personal trainer's potential clientele. Yet our fitness certificates don't teach us enough and mums themselves receive very little, if any, education about how to move safely and effectively. I am here to change that. This podcast is an accumulation of over 16 years in the fitness industry, a decade working face-to-face with mums themselves and teaching thousands of trainers in my Safe Return to Exercise certification. And most recently, bringing mums and trainers together around the MumSafe brand. This podcast is the next step into raising our voices and bringing mums and the trainers that work with them into the arena to achieve our mission of safe and effective exercise for women at every stage of motherhood. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Mum Safe Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Dugard, and today I'm bringing to you a solo episode, so that's just with me, called How to Become the Go-To Fit Pro or Exercise Professional for Mums in Your Area. Now, I'll frame area as a little bit broad. So yes, the majority of exercise professionals or personal trainers that I work with run small fitness businesses in their local area. But it's important if that doesn't fit exactly what you do, that you think outside the box a little bit. So for example, we've got a really amazing mum safe trainer called Melissa, who runs a business called Rural Women's Exercise. And she is the go-to trainer for rural mums in Australia. So she has built her business completely online, but has zoomed right in, in on her local area, which are primarily women living on in remote areas where they can't physically get to an exercise class. So she runs all of her sessions online. And I would consider that she is the local So she's the go-to trainer for mums in her local area. But in that sense, that's how we're thinking about it. So in this session, we're, or in this podcast, in this session, I'm so used to doing masterclasses and things like that. But in this podcast, we're going to be going through things like education, becoming clear on who you're talking to, becoming known, building your profile, considering how you show up in your community becoming locally famous. We're going to talk about connection, content. We're going to talk about the Google test and we're going to put that all together to help you to become the go-to fit pro for mums in your area. Now, I just wanted to um, throw a few things in here before we jump in. So why should you listen to me? So For anyone that doesn't know me, between 2008 and 2018, I ran Body Beyond Baby. Now, Body Beyond Baby was group exercise with on-site childcare in Sydney's Centennial Park, and we grew to become the biggest mums fitness group in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. We actually branched out outside of Sydney. We ran sessions in the inner west, on the north shore. They were never as big as what we did in the eastern suburbs, but I can hand on my heart say that we were the go-to mums fitness or mums exercise group in Sydney between 2008 and 2018. Now, when I started that business, I knew that I had to become known for what I did. So that framed every single thing that I did moving forward. And I'm going to be sharing some of that with you today. I sold this business in 2018 and I created Safe Return to Exercise, my pre and postnatal certification. Now I would share with you guys that had I not become the go-to trainer for mums in Sydney's eastern suburbs and been known for what I did in the pre and postnatal space, it would have been much, much harder for me to go from 
where I was with my group training business to where I am today. And obviously every little step in between, if I hadn't become known for working with mums or become known in the pre and postnatal space. So safe return to exercise was built on the credibility that I had built for the previous eight years because I launched Safe Return to Exercise in 2016. So the credibility and the profile that I had built from running Body Beyond Baby enabled me to step more fluidly into the space of running education for personal trainers. And my goal then was how do I reach more mums? And after I decided not to license or not to franchise or not to grow in that way, my brain said, well, if I want to reach more mums, I need to reach more trainers that want to work with mums. And fast forward to where we are today, my whole business is aligned around working with exercise professionals that work with mums so that we can achieve the mission of every mum or mums of all ages and stages having access to safe and effective exercise. So I use the profile I had built to become locally famous to further build my brand online and change the conversation from mums themselves to trainers. Why else should you listen to me? I've helped lots and lots of other trainers to become the go-to mum-focused trainer or business in their local area. Um, you can see that inside MumSafe. We have 100 MumSafe trainers now who are all either already the go-to trainer for mums in their area or well on their way to achieving that goal. And what that means is that together, we reach more mums. Now, if you're listening to this and going, oh, that makes a whole lot of sense. What you need to know is that doors to become a mum safe trainer open in November. So we've got about five weeks till doors open. Now is the time to put yourself on the wait list if that is something that is speaking to you around taking the next steps in your business. Let's dive on in. So number one, if you want to be the go-to trainer for mums in your area, you must be educated. Now, I sat on a panel to rewrite the pre and postnatal exercise guidelines for Oz Active recently. And if I had my way, I would say that every single trainer that's working with mums in any capacity must hold a pre and postnatal certification. And given we know that 42.7% of people walking through the doors of gyms and fitness environments are mums, I would say every trainer needs to have a pre and postnatal certification. Now, what the guidelines actually say is that if you are marketing your business to mums, then you must hold a certification. So this is an absolutely shameless plug to come along and join our final Safe Return to Exercise course for 2023, where you can ensure that if you want to become the go-to trainer for mums in your area, that you hold a certified pre and postnatal certificate. Um, I will pop a link to Safe Return to Exercise in my bio, and I might even pop in a little... A little code in there as well so that if anyone signs up off the back of the podcast I can track where you've come from. The second thing that you need to make sure that you're doing if you want to be known as that go-to trainer for mums in your area is to partner with a women's or pelvic health physiotherapist. Now I believe this is an absolute non-negotiable. If you are working with mums you are working with women who may have pelvic floor I hate the word dysfunction, but let's use it. Pelvic floor dysfunction could be pelvic floor weakness, could be hypertonic pelvic floor. Maybe they had a traumatic birth. It could be a number of things. But the one thing that you need to know is that her pelvic floor is an internal muscle. And no matter how good we are as trainers, we cannot see or feel her pelvic floor. So it's really important that we partner with someone that can, and they are our women's and pelvic health physiotherapists. They'll use tools like real-time ultrasound. They might do internal examination. But what they will do is they'll give you and your clients a really good picture of where her pelvic floor is right now. Not only her pelvic floor, they'll look at her pelvis, they'll look at her abdominal wall, they'll check her for abdominal separation. They can do all of the things that are outside of our scope of practice as exercise professionals, even the ones that specialize in or know how to work with mums. So we need that credibility piece. And to be completely honest, I believe that if a trainer is marketing themselves 
to work with mums and they don't have an active women's or pelvic health physiotherapist partnership, then they don't truly know, or that is a signal to me that they either don't truly know or they don't care as much about working with mums. So if you want to be that go-to trainer for mums, you must have a proven two-way relationship um, with a pelvic health physio. And I say two-way because it's really important that you make sure that not only are you sending your clients to the physio, but you're also getting communication back from the physio about what your client needs. So, you know, we all know that, well, I don't remember anything on a daily basis anyway, that someone's, when someone's giving me information, but if you've got a tired, um, sleep deprived mum going to see a pelvic health physio and the physio giving her all this information, then she's coming back to you and trying to say what she can and can't do about a muscle she can't see and exercises she doesn't really understand. So it's really important that not only do you send your clients to the physio, but you also have a really great system whereby the physio then sends you back the information and the guidance about that woman so you can make sure that you're programming for her in the most safe and effective way inside of your sessions. So having that two-way relationship is so incredibly important. Next up, you need to become clear on what you do. So can you articulate or share what you do and who you do it for within 30 seconds? The how you do that comes later. So let's say someone says, hey, what do you do? And I could answer, hey, my name's Jen, or they know that already, but hey, I'm Jen. I'm a personal trainer. I run specialized group exercise sessions for mums with on-site childcare. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. How do you do that? Or tell me more about that. But had I not given them a really clear picture of what I do initially, it becomes very, very, very hard for the people that we're talking to, to listen to us and to hear us. So I find a lot of trainers, when it comes to trying to explain what they do, one, they don't want to call themselves a personal trainer, which is interesting in itself. Um, because I know personal trainers do so much more than being a personal trainer, but the people that are listening to us need to be able to put us in a box to go, oh, okay, that's what they do. And now we're talking about who we do it for. So they're, con they're consistently going, is this person for me or is this person for somebody that I know? And if they're still stuck on, I'm a women's wellness and holistic, I don't know, throw a few fancy more phrases in their coach, they're like, what the fuck is a that coach and and can I even work with them or can, like what do they even do so they've not even listened or they cut they're unable to listen to the fact that you specialize in working with mums and helping mums to move again after having babies so as quickly as possible put yourself in a box allow their brain to know what general area that you work in and then who you specialize in I love the children test on this one so can or do your children know what you do? What does mummy do? Um, my kids knew that when I trained mums that I was the trainer that trained the mums and now they know, they're a bit older so maybe it doesn't count, now they know that I'm the trainer that trains the trainers to train the mums. So if they, even if they were in, I don't know, maybe they were at a friend's house, their mum's talking about going to the gym my child, like back then, maybe a seven, eight-year-old child could go, oh, my mum's a personal trainer and she trains mums. And the mum could go, oh, wow, I've been looking for a personal trainer that trains mums. So we want to see, do the kid test and also make sure that you are clear enough that other people can pitch for you. So become very, very clear. Um, there's so many times when you might be or your friends at a party and they're talking to somebody about training and they can say, oh, my friend is a trainer that trains mums or I go to these sessions in Centennial Park, um, all for mums with this trainer. And all of a sudden, not only are you pitching for yourself, but the people around you are pitching for you, but they can't do that unless they know exactly what you do. Um, when you've got their interest, you can start to run them through exactly how you do all the things. Once you become clear on what you do and who you do it for, we want to start to become known. Now this may seem really, really obvious, but I can't tell you 
how many people think that if they just get really good at what they do, then the people will come. The reality is that it doesn't matter how good you are, if people don't know you, they will not come. So you could be the world's biggest and best secret. You could be the world's best trainer for mums, but if you're not putting energy or time and energy and focus on becoming known for what you do, you're going to be struggling within your business. We're going to talk a little bit about hiding behind behind um, the computer and social media. But what I would say to you is if you are listening to this and you know that you want to be known for what you do and you've spent the majority of your time so far doing more and more courses to become better and better at what you do in the space of working with mums, but you have spent very little time, energy or money on learning how to become known and how to have really great business systems, then there is a huge flaw in your plan. I used to ban, I actually used to, when I had um, trainers working for me, I had a lot of new trainers. So we would have mums that were ex Body Beyond Baby clients or current Body Beyond Baby clients who would go, oh, I love training. I've been a stay-at-home mum. I want to go and do my certificate three and four and become a trainer. So then I would coach them and train them up and then they would start start working for me. Now, one of the big things that stood out for me was those trainers then were like, I've seen this course. I want to do that. I've seen this course. I want to do that. I want to do all the things and I don't know enough and I, I've got to dive deeper and I've got to do all these things. And I used to stop them and and ban them from doing any more technical courses. One, because I knew I was giving them lots of education anyway. Two, so that they could really refine their skills in what they were doing. But number three, so that they could learn how to run and how to operate and how to put themselves out there to become known as a trainer that works with mums in our area so that they could get more business and more people would come and then when they've got money coming into the business and they've invested in business skills or they've invested in um, becoming known in the area, then they could take that income and put it into more courses. One thing that you should know is that the more that you know, the less you realize you know. So if you're playing that game, you are never, ever going to get to the point where you know enough. If you are someone who's been doing this, I've been doing this for 15 15 years in the mum space and I know that I don't know enough and I know that I could never possibly know enough, which is why you create great partnerships and all of that kind of thing. But my big lesson early on was build the business to enable you to do all of the courses um, or create the partnerships with the people that know all the things in the areas that you don't know so that you can concentrate on the business and you can still offer your clients a very well-rounded um, offering. So if you're sitting there going, well, I want to offer nutrition support and I want to be a massage therapist and I want to, or I want to do all of these courses, just pull yourself back and really and honestly answer the question, have I put as much time and energy and money into learning how to grow my business as I have learning the technical skills within my business. And nine times out of 10, they will say, or you'll answer no. So we know we've got to become known. So how are we going to do that? How are we going to help ourselves to become known? Now, I know I just talked about not hiding behind your computer, but one of the really important things to begin with is to create a profile online. Now, it doesn't have to be a website. Um, If you were to ever become a MumSafe trainer, you'll get your own profile online, which is one of of the reasons why we created MumSafe. We have a bunch of our MumSafe trainers that don't have websites, but they have a very beautiful um, personal page page on the MumSafe website that they can use as their their own page or their own landing page um, until they get a website. But what you do need to do is create a home online that is congruent with the message and the persona that you're going to put out in your local community. So we want you to become known or locally famous. So you We're going to talk about getting on the ground, getting out there, talking to people, building relationships, how you become known in your local community. But 
what people do do now is when they've seen you in the local community, they then go find you online. So you need at least an Instagram profile. I'd say Facebook. I think Facebook is kind of, it's still there. Um, it's not as popular as it used to be, but definitely, you know, if you set up yourself an Instagram page and a Facebook page with your brand, um, then when people have seen you in their local community, they will go grab their phone, they'll go look for you, and they're looking for that social proof that you are who you say you are. So even if you're a local business, you need to create a online profile. Websites and things can come later on, but make sure you claim your business name um, and that space online so that you can start to build that know, like, and trust in the online space. You're also down the track going to use that Facebook, Facebook or Instagram profile to help to build your database. So building an email list is really important. We put a lot of emphasis on social media, which is important, but we also want to make sure that we have a strategy to get people from our social media onto our personal mailing list so we can bring them closer to us and have that personalized conversation. But we'll talk about that in another episode. For now, you've created a profile online of some description. Let's just say Instagram. Cool thing about Instagram is you can now use the, the refined pitch that we talked about earlier in your Instagram bio. So practice creating a, I don't know how many characters it is, but like a one one line pitch that you can, that clearly says what you do, who you do it for, and put it in your Instagram bio. The other thing I would say to you around picking a name or a logo for your business to become known for mums is make it talk to mums. Now, there definitely is merit in running a gym. So maybe you've got a, a, a brand that is a general fitness business. So it might be, I don't know. I don't even know. Um, the, we, used to, we have a, a mum say trainer who ran a business called Canberra Fitness Center. She's since sold it. But so she had Cam, Canberra Fitness Center and then she had a business under that called Bump It Up. So she ran a, a fitness center with a mum focused program underneath that. And absolutely, you can do that. Make sure that that program that is sitting underneath that speaks specifically to mums. We've got lots of our other mum safe trainers. So, for example, we've got Louise on the Central Coast. She has strong mums very, very obviously talks to mums. Um, we've got in Sydney, Phoenix for mums. So Melly runs a business called Phoenix for mums, which is safe exercise for mums. Um, and then we had a mum safe trainer who's since moved back to Germany, but she had a business called Limitless Mummers. So if you know your business is just for mums, even if it's not just new mums, so Body Beyond Baby was obviously for mums. Um, we ran a suite of products. We had Body Beyond Baby as the main brand. And then we started to run another product called Body Before Baby. And then we had Tough Mums. So you can expand that product suite as you go. But when you're initially creating the brand that goes into the marketplace for mums, do yourself a favor and make it talk to mums without any need for explanation. If you want to use a more obscure business name, then make sure you've got a really strong tagline that tells your audience it's for mums immediately. I used Body Beyond Baby group exercise for mums or group exercise with on-site childcare. I thought about all these fancy taglines back then and then I was like, no, I'm just going to go exactly with what is very, very clear to the people that I want to work with because I've got like three seconds to get their interest and for them to know exactly that I'm talking to them. So I wanted my brand and my tagline to talk to my audience. So if you're thinking about a business name or you've got a business name and you're like, mm, not quite sure, consider those things. It's really going to help you to become the go-to trainer for mums in your area. I would also consider the colors that you use in your brand. So although I love you know, a very sleek black and white or black and, you know, black, white and silver kind of gold looking brand, it's not super memorable. So when I ran Body Beyond Baby, we were orange and we were the orange group and everything we did was orange. You've got Motivate Mums. Um, Emma is on the Sunshine Coast. Emma is pink. So everywhere she goes, she's wearing, she's got a pink 
big pink Motivate Mums van. She's wearing her pink, um, a pink hat, her pink t-shirt, like all of the things. It's like, you're the mums, the pink mums group. Yeah. Even if they can't remember Motivate Mums, it's like, you're the pink group for mums. Yes, we are. You've got Lisa in, um, Winston Hills, Body Reset, um, fitness. She, she's someone that runs a mums group under Body Reset Fitness, but she's the blue group. So she's like always wearing blue when her, you know, she orders t-shirts for her clients. She's going to order blue ones so that everyone knows they're the blue group that do exercise for mums. So really have a think about that. If you're thinking about, um, yeah, colors and brand at the moment, really think about how you can be memorable with the brand that you put out into the world. Okay. So we've got a profile online. We thought about our logo. Um, and we want to make sure that where we do show up online is consistent. So if you've got an Instagram page, then let's say you do have a website. Um, we want to make sure that when people land there, they know exactly whether to stay or go. So if I landed on your Instagram page, do I know who I'm talking to? Do I know where you're located? This is huge on Instagram. If you want to become the go-to trainer for mums in your area, I need to know where you are to see if you're in my area. So the amount of times I've been onto Instagram pages of trainers that work with mums or any local business for that matter, and they do not have their location on their page. And I've had to go trying to search through things. And by the time I've spent maybe maximum two minutes, if that I'm done, I'm out of there. So I want to know, um, where you are immediately. So I want to, you know, are you down the road from me? Are you, are you within a maximum 20 minute drive from where I live? Um, can I work with you? If I go to your website, exactly the same. Do I know where you are? Do I have to go hunting around to find a contact address to figure out where you are? If I look at your website, is it congruent? So some people transition their business from working with general population into working with mums. Have you made sure that that new communication is on your website? So when I land there, I know that I work with mum, that you work with mums. And if you do work with different people, when I land there, is it really obvious for me to go, okay, um, dad's training, mum's training, teenagers training, and then the three options, where do I go? Um, yeah, I want to know instantly if I'm in the right place, whether I should stay and follow you or whether I should go. Now, I know I've just put a big emphasis on online. The flip side to not having anything online are the trainers that create all of the beautiful things online. So they've got the logo, they've made sure it talks to mums, they've got a color that stands out. I get to their Instagram, I'm like, yes, I know exactly who this person is, I know exactly what they do, but that's where they stop. They're the ones that hide behind their social media or their website. They're the ones going, I'm doing all of the things, but nobody's coming. And it's like, well, you know, you might have 200 followers on your Instagram. You might have 2,000 or, I don't know, 10,000 followers. But if they don't all live in your local area, they can't train with you. So it's really, really important that you don't only hide behind your social media and your website. So, yes, we want you to become have a space and some ownership online, but not only online. And I know this kind of plays on confidence and, and people are like, oh, I'm not brave enough to go out into my community and that's okay. But we need, if you want to, and you truly want to become that go-to trainer for mums in your area, you have to get out from behind your computer and from behind your social media and go out into your local community. People want to get to know you as a person. And yes, you can do some of that online with your stories and introducing people to yourself. And I highly recommend that you do, but nothing in my opinion is better than walking down the street and people knowing who you are from giving presentations and talks in your local community and people knowing who you are. So let's dive into that. You need to become 
locally famous. So when any mum says, I'm looking for a trainer that works with mums, or I'm a mum and I want to find a personal trainer, every single person says, oh my goodness, you need to work with Emma from Motivate Mums. You need to work with Louise from Strong Mums. You need to work with Jen from Body Beyond Baby. That is what, that is your mission to become locally famous. And it's a game changer when you do. So if you were to go to our website, uh, mumsafe.com.au, you'll see a hundred mumsafe trainers that are all known in their area or working the way to becoming known because we've all got to start somewhere. Everyone's laying the layers and doing different parts and they're at a different stage in their journey, but their mission is to become locally famous. And if you want to be the go-to trainer for mums in your area, part of your mission is to become locally famous. Everybody needs to know who you are. So a few ways that you can start to build your local profile. I love a flyer. Now I know not everybody does and it forces people to get a little bit uncomfortable, but in my opinion, there is nothing better from a opportunity to create personal connection. So I know we've got Facebook ads. You can go look, we can reach lots and lots of people with Facebook ads and, you know, having Facebook ads as part of your strategy, I think is great. Go back and listen to our episode um, on Facebook advertising. But flyers are not, for me, it's not a passive marketing tool and it's not supposed to be. You are in the business of becoming known for what you do and creating connections with the mums of your community. Getting out of your comfort zone, creating a flyer, and if you're inside of MumSafe, we've got flyer templates and, and people share their templates and all that kind of thing in our Facebook group. But creating a flyer, one, helps you to start to feel like a real business with something to sell and a, and a service to put out there. But number two, every single time you give a flyer to a local mum, you create the opportunity for connection. I built my whole business on this um, when I ran Body Beyond Baby. So in 2008, I became a mum for the first time. I started Beyond, Body Beyond Baby when Marley was three months old. For those of you that haven't heard my story before, yes, he was a sleeper. Why else would I do it when he was three months old? But I used to get my flyers and I would put him in his pram and I would run around Centennial Park. It's a loop, so it was really helpful. And I would give every single mum that I met my flyer. Now, having a baby with me was helpful because I, you know, we kind of get over that. Oh, you know, who are you to give me a flyer? That's not to say you can't run a very, very successful fitness business for mums when you're not a mum. So just let that be known, but we'll move on from that for now. I used to walk around the park, run around the park and give every single mum that I met one of my flyers. Now, I get pushback on this. People are like, I'm, I'm scared of giving out flyers. I haven't built up the courage yet. Um, what do I do? And it's really not that scary. Like there's one of three things that could happen. Number one, which is possibly the worst one, is they say no thank you or they say no without the thank you and you go okay no worries have a good day and that's it like that's the the worst thing that could happen um second to that is they take a flyer they say thank you very much and you both part ways the third and the most awesome thing that could happen is they take a flyer they pause to look at it and then they start asking you questions so now you're in this dialogue and you're creating a connection with somebody who you can help and you can serve that may then go on to be a client. And I don't know about you, but personal conversations and connection is the best way I can think to grow a business, especially when we do it for the reasons why we do it as trainers that work with mums. And for myself, I work with trainers that work with mums, but most of the trainers I work with are mums. And I know that the reason why they do what they do and the reason why I do what I do is so much bigger than numbers. You know, it's not about the numbers. It's about the humans. Of course you need to know the numbers, but you know what I mean? So go and get some flyers printed. 
put them everywhere. So the, the other thing about your flyers is being able to create relationships with local businesses. Um, but get out there and be brave. Like I started my fitness career working in a fitness first and I had a mentor back then. And the, the best thing my mentor ever said to me was, if you want to have clients in this time period, you need to be on the gym floor in this time period, regardless of whether you have clients or not. So that meant that if I wanted to work between 6 a.m. and 12 p.m., and that's what I wanted my day to be in the gym, I needed to be on the gym floor between 6 a.m. and 12 p.m., not off getting a coffee at 9.30 because I didn't have a client, but then on the gym floor, tidying up, doing things, talking to members, making myself, um, being a presence in that environment. So if you want to run a session at 9.30 on a Tuesday morning in the local park, I would say that you need to be in the park from 8.30 or 9 o'clock until 10 30 or 11 o'clock on a Tuesday morning before you have your sessions launched because they're the people that are in the park at the time that you want to run your sessions um, so if you can give yourself a runway if you're someone that hasn't started your business yet or you haven't launched two mums giving yourself a runway of time and um, where you can be present in that local community at the time that you want to run your sessions is absolute gold all right, what else have we got? So we want to build local partnerships. So with your women's health physios, daycares, doctors, everywhere mums hang out, you want to create partnerships and you want to eventually or ideally put flyers. Get your car branded, one of the most beneficial single cost items you could possibly do. Um, you're going to go out into your community, give talks at playgroups, mother's groups, anywhere mums hang out. Wear your branded clothing everywhere, even if you just get one set of branded clothing at the beginning, if that's all you can afford, if that's all you've got. Um, and then if you're a trainer that's been around for a while and you're like, oh, I just haven't quite gotten around to getting my branded clothing yet, that is something you absolutely need to do. Tell people what you do. We've talked about that before. Start to consider getting into local bit, local media. Um, ensure wherever you choose to set up your business is visible. Um, I had two locations, I had three, but two primary locations, one in the eastern suburbs in Centennial Park, one in Birchgrove. The Centennial Park location had a very, very high, high, what's it called? A high, I want to say capacity, um, had lots and lots of traffic there. Mums went there all the time. Whereas my other location in Birchgrove was a beautiful, beautiful spot, but no one goes to Birchgrove unless you need to go to Birchgrove. So there wasn't a big amount of traffic of my ideal client just being in that area. So if you can set up where you're visible, you're going to be winning. And then think, consider open, entering some local business awards as you go. We talked about connecting with like-minded partners. We talked about your women's health physio. The biggest tip I can give you in that space is ask them, what can I do for you? When you take that approach to creating partnerships, then you will get a lot of reciprocal um, generosity rather than going in there and going, can you do this for me? Or I want you to do this for me. So going in there, asking them what they, what you can do for them. Then start to consider expanding your footprint online. So way, way, way back when I launched Body Beyond Baby and I knew I wanted to become the go-to fit pro for mums in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, I also knew that I needed to start to become known online. So creating awesome content is really important. Not everybody that sees you in your local community and then lands on your Instagram page is going to want to buy from you straight away. You've got to build that no like, and trust. So if you start to create quality content online, then people can spend more time with you. Um, the average amount of time people need to spend with you in order to buy is about seven hours. So I wrote a book in 2000. 13, five years after I launched Body Beyond Baby, takes people about seven hours to read a book. I also get to sit in their lounge room or in their living space or on the side, even if they didn't read my book straight away, I was in their, you know, their personal space. Um, so thinking about how you can create seven hours of content as an initial goal online. So it could be Instagram, could be articles. If you're writing articles, they're going to sit in 
the Google space. So they're going to sit on on the internet and when people type your name in, your business name in, something about mums, those articles are going to pop up. So you're going to start to create an online footprint, which is really important if you're forward thinking um, about where you might want to go once you've got a really good fitness, local fitness business for mums, you want to expand beyond that. And that's what I did back in 2000 and I don't know, whatever it was when I thought about what my next steps were beyond body, beyond baby was, well, if I get known online, I'm going to have more opportunities once I want to move out of this space. So it's never too early to get known online. The biggest thing that I I can share with you about becoming the go-to fit pro for mums in your area is consistency. It really is not about one thing. It's about layering all the things and I've ran through quite a lot of things that you can do to become the go-to fit pro for mums in your area in this podcast and we lay out all of those things and more of those things inside of our mum safe academy and as a mum safe trainer you get all of your ongoing education in working with mums so you're constantly building that knowledge in the space of working with women and mums but it's the people that are willing to be consistent that will always win. I was um, I was running today. I run with a, a group on a Thursday morning and they're all a lot younger than most of them are a lot younger than me. And I was observing the way we went into our, I'll call it a sprint session, but when you're running a K, it's not really a sprint, like our interval session this morning. And everyone started really fast and it's really easy to get caught up in going really, really fast. But in my head, and maybe because I'm older, I go, I'm not the fastest. I'm de- I don't think I've ever been the fastest, but I'm definitely not the fastest now. But what I do have is consistency. And I know that over time, the speed that I start out will pretty much be the speed that I finish. And quite often I've got a little bit more in the tank at the end so that I can finish a little bit faster than I started. Now, I do think that that comes with, let's say that comes with age, experience, a bit of maturity, but when it comes to business, it's the exact same thing. So try to not be the person that goes all gung ho. Yeah. You know what? Motivation is great when you're you know, when you're excited about doing something, you want to do all the things, but very quickly trying to do all the things becomes exhausting and it wears you out. And it's like, well, you go from doing all the things and running really fast to falling on a heap on the floor and you can't run anymore and you can't do any more things because you're in this huge state of overwhelm and you're tired. Building your business is not supposed to be a sprint. Building your business is a long game and you've got layers and layers and layers that you can add And what I can tell you is the layers that you start with that might, that pushed you out of your comfort zone and might've felt a little bit overwhelming, they will in time become clockwork. And then it's very, very easy to add another layer and another layer and another layer. And if you take that approach of consistent action over time, I promise you, you will go further you will become more well-known and your business will be better than the person that's come out of nowhere, done all the things, seems to be everywhere. And then all of a sudden they disappear because they've lost momentum or they just can't continue to do what they're doing. So if you take anything away from this episode at all, is that consistency is queen, not king. Consistency is queen. You will win if you are consistent. It might take you longer than you thought it would. I had a, a great conversation with one of our mum safe, new mum safe trainers the other day. And, and she was like, I did all these things or I watched all this content, but I didn't really implement it, but I wanted to keep watching it. And now I thought I'd be further along than I am. And it's like, cool. She had that momentum. She had the excitement. She was trying to do all the things, but in trying to do all the things, she didn't actually do the things. She learned about them, but she didn't do the action of the things. So she's not laid any consistent layers yet, or she's got a couple and then she's just kind of gone, oh, it's just not working and, it, and it's it's not going to work. And But, you know, by the end of our conversation, it was like you're doing the exact right things, but let's just slow down. Let's absorb the thing, implement the thing, implement the thing and then do the next thing. So 
consistency over time is so, so very, very important. And when you're doing the consistent layers, you'll get into a cycle. Uh, we do generally quarterly cycles inside of most of our mum safe trainers do quarterly cycles. They, they roll with the school terms and they get to build a new layer every single school term. And the cool thing is, is that it, when they've got their layers, they can reflect at the end of you know, at the end of a cycle. So let's say they, they're inviting people to come in to do trial sessions with them. They've done all these different layers in the weeks that preceded that in order to help new mums that didn't know about their business before get to know, like, and trust them. They get to the end of that cycle. They bring the clients into their training sessions. Hopefully they reach oversubscribed or sold out and then they can go, okay, what did I do? What worked? What didn't work? And now what do I want to add this time to make it even more efficient and to add another layer. I'll throw this in here quickly. If you want to become the go-to trainer for mums in your area, you need to become oversubscribed. An oversubscribed business is a popular business. An oversubscribed business has a wait list. An oversubscribed business is not convincing mums to come and work with them. Mums are clambering to get through the door because they know that if they don't sign up straight away, there's not going to be spots available. So if you haven't listened to my episode or previous episode with Daniel Priestley, that's a really good one to listen to around becoming oversubscribed. And then the last thing that I want to talk about on today's podcast and I mentioned at the beginning was if you want to be go eventually beyond being locally famous so we we help our mum safe trainers to become locally famous they become a go-to trainer for mums in their area and then at some point some of them, most of them want to launch an online product or they want to create bigger partnerships or they want to speak at conferences and they need to be known online. So what I'm challenging you to do now is to go and do the Google test. So type your name into Google and see how many times you pop up, but not only how many times you pop up, how many times you pop up for what you want to be known for. So I challenge you to do that. And when you've done that, I'd love you to head over to my Instagram, um, which is at Jen Dugard, and let me know how you went in your Google test. Are you known? Do you have five pages of your information with, you know, associated with your brand and, and what you want to be known for? And I challenge you also to do it for me. So what should come up is probably around 10 pages of, so if you just type in Jen Dugard, you don't have to type in anything to do with what I do or how I do it or who I do it for. Just type in my name. Um, well, I said 10 pages, but maybe Google is biased because it's my computer, but maybe you guys can do that and then pop into my Instagram and let me know how many pages of my name associated with the fitness industry, working with mums, working with trainers that working with mums and, and in the business space come up um, because I've worked really hard at that for the last 17, 15 years. Um, and I know that if I go for a new opportunity or somebody has seen me do something and they're considering me to do something else, they're going to go to Google and they're going to have a look at what I do. So it is never, ever, ever too soon for you to start to build your credibility in the Google space for future you. Um, and this is something I've done my whole fitness career is go, okay, where do I want to be in two years time, in five years time, in 10 years time? So launching Safe Return to Exercise was me in my head. So I launched that in 2016 after I launched Body Beyond Baby in 2008. Obviously there was a, a probably a good year of planning before that, but I knew in my heart, I knew I had about 10 years in, in Centennial Park in me. So in 2016, I launched Safe Return to Exercise because I knew that eventually that would take over my income from Body Beyond Baby and enabled me to move into the next part of my journey. If I hadn't had the forethought way back when in 2008, 2009 to start to build my credibility online, it would have been so much harder to move into that space. So um, definitely start to think about how you can create a footprint in the space that you want to be known in online. It's one of the reasons that we 
give all of our mum safe trainers the opportunity to write for mum safe so there's articles lots and lots of articles on the mum safe website we from a training perspective we only have our mum safe trainers write those articles we do have some specialists and experts from outside the fitness industry but that is a platform that our mum safe trainers can start to build that credibility in keep calling it the google space i don't know if that's right or not and then the very, very, very last thing, if you want to become the go-to trainer for mums in your area, something that's going to make it way, way, way easier to get there is to find a cheer squad. The MumSafe team is the most beautiful space for exercise professionals that want to work with mums. Our whole team is built on collaboration over competition. There's so much generosity, so much lifting each other up, so much celebration, celebration, celebrating each other when people are winning, so much support inside that team that if you are a trainer that is looking for to be in an environment and to feel like you're never, ever alone again, I'd like you to seriously consider taking the next step and finding out more about becoming a mum safe trainer. I'm on a mission to ensure that all mums are looked after safely and effectively within the fitness industry. And I can't do that alone. Every single thing that I do inside of MumSafe is to elevate our MumSafe trainers and to put you as a trainer in front of the mums of your community because I cannot possibly help all of these women alone. And when you experience the mum safe difference, you'll know exactly what I mean. Now, in order to help you on your way, I have a checklist. So I have a launch your mum focused fitness business or offering checklist, which is sitting on my website, but I'm also going to put it into the show notes. In fact, you could even just go straight to the internet and put jendugard.com forward slash checklist into the URL and it should take you to that checklist. So I've talked a lot in this conversation about how to become the go-to trainer for mums. In that checklist, it gives you all of the step-by-step processes in order to move from knowing what you wanna do to launching either your first session, um, launching your business, launching your sessions or relaunching your offerings. And we've, we've had a lot of trainers use that checklist to go through existing businesses and seeing what they what they miss off um, or what they've missed off previously. This is a checklist that's come directly from MumSafe and inside of MumSafe is all the how to do all those things. But that checklist is a big one. So it's a very chunky, chunky resource for you to use to start to build your business in the space of working with mums. And if you like what you're listening to, my invitation for you is to make sure that you are on the wait list to become a MumSafe trainer for when we open the doors for the very last time in November this year. And you will gear up for a really, really fucking awesome 2024. I hope you found some value in today's episode. I would love for you to share if you have, and I look forward to seeing you inside of MumSafe or on the next episode of the MumSafe Movement Podcast. Have a great day. Thank you so much for being with us today. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure to have one more conversation that takes us closer to our goal of safe and effective exercise for all women at every stage of motherhood. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, make sure you hit follow wherever you listen to your podcasts, rate and review so more people can join us next time. And if you particularly loved this episode, please do share it on your socials and make sure to tag me. For further information about anything we've talked about, head to jendugard.com. And if you want to connect with me in person, head over to my Instagram at jendugard. And if you want to join the mission and become a MumSafe trainer, make sure you join the wait list for the next time doors open to welcome new MumSafe trainers into our tribe. Thank you for your voice in this space. Have a beautiful day.